Laudato Jesus Christus. Praised be Jesus Christ now and forever. On September the 8th, the feast of the Nativity of St. Mary, my native country of England, known for its consecration as the Dowry of Mary, bade farewell in this earthly life to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Not only England, but the entire world stopped and pondered as she, our longest reigning monarch, prepared to meet the Creator and Savior, in whom she pledged her lifelong faith and devotion. It is perhaps difficult for those who live elsewhere to understand why the departure of this icon of our people, who reigned as monarch since her coronation in 1952 and whose reign spanned almost a third of the existence of the United States of America, should be so sad. It may be particularly troubling for Catholics who have suffered so much in England to understand why she or her affairs should be of any significance to them. I, as someone who was born and raised in that rapidly secularizing and apostatizing place, can attest that the continued presence of the Christian faith in that culture is due to the steadfast example of such as she. Each Easter and Christmas, our green and pleasant land, which the poem of William Blake described as the place in which the feet of the Holy Lamb of God were seen and in which Jerusalem was built upon those dark satanic mills, looked forward to a televised address that reminded us all of the reason for the season. And while so many of her subjects turned their backs on the faith of our fathers, she, whose earthly rule was but a representation of the divine rule, recalled the continued presence of the divine amongst us. It was once said that she apparently earnestly desired to live until the second coming in order that she remove her crown and place it at the feet of the King of Kings. Her infelicitous royal predecessor of six wives, who was once granted the title of Defender of the Faith, removed himself from the fullness of communion with the apostolic see, enveloped as he was in the hubris of sin. Whereas she became for us a true defender of the Christian faith and culture. Her tireless witness to the faith continued even after her death 
when the entire world witnessed what is sure to be the most magnificent funeral of their lifetimes, the ceremonial and the liturgy of which are definitely a sharp contrast to many contemporary expressions even within our Catholic Church. I wondered as I watched it whether it could be indeed described as her final message to us, a message that ancient rituals help us to remember whence we emanate and to help us to remember that traditions are handed down to us in order precisely that the reign of Christ may be established within our societies. And thus we gather this evening in order to contemplate the great equalizer of kings and paupers, namely death, and to pray for the repose of her soul. And we do so in a manner in which I am sure she would have very much appreciated. And as for me, once her subject, I will say, thank you, Mom, for reminding our green and pleasant land of its Christian dignity. Finally, I commend her soul to the intercession of Our Lady of Walsingham, that sacred place of pilgrimage in which England was once declared to be her dowry and whose feast day is tomorrow, that her descendants never forget those Christian values of faith and self-sacrifice that she held most dear.